Okay, so this is Max and Quentin talking. We don't have a plan, as usual, and um, we enjoy it. As usual. Um, what do you want to talk about, Q, today? Maybe, maybe a little evaluation of what's been done in the, in the past week. How, how, how are you doing? You, you sent me a message on uh, re renaming the podcast. Yes. Um, the thing is starting to get a little bit of momentum and I'm excited. There's a lot of potential there. Uh, the crazy sprint name is quite uh, funny. I like it. Um, I have several taps on the word crazy because although it is fun, it is not easy to spell. And, you know, if you don't know it, you don't know how to search for it. But it's fine for now. I don't care. And um, I published the, a podcast in a, a proper way using a WordPress plugin. And then I submitted to different directories. So now uh, we are on Spotify. Um, I'm really? waiting for yeah, we are waiting for the uh, authorization by Google and Apple. Um, but the point is that um, I don't think I'm ready to do that. I'm doing it because I need to understand how is it working, and um, I need to clarify some doubts that I have, for instance, related to language. So one of the best recording that I had was the one with Antonella that was in Italian. And I f felt really weird to think that I would uh, publish the first one um, in English with Marco and then the second one in Italian. So how would you feel about you know, listening to a podcast and at once you, you have um, you know, an alien language? It's not nice. So I was forced to rethink it. And I, th I think that um, even because other friends, they, are, they don't want to speak English. I will have another channel in Italian. That, that's fine. I mean, um, the, the important thing is that I want to converge toward one workflow of processing all of that information. So if I can transcribe and translate, that, that's fine. I will work with the English transcription and I will visualize, if any, the English one. And uh, to put you up to date, that's exactly what happened yesterday with Antonella because we recorded a second take of our first session. The first one was a sort of a trick, a joke. I tricked her to do it. And she has a wonderful English. And it was fantastic because I've been doing so much work in trying to analyze the first session. I had this wonderful diagram. And it felt like, you know, playing. It was so good that we went through the things that emerged that I've been uh, highlighting with my drawings. And she, she was absolutely happy. And the, the session was fantastic. It was 45 minutes. It was, there was structure. There was fun. There was back and forth. There, were, uh, there was actually an introduction, a development, and a conclusion. There was structure. And so that's the other learning. I mean, if you put in the work, you can do something which is well packaged. But it requires a lot of work. It has been, I don't know, 20 hours of work. Um, she said, basically, she was so happy that she said, uh, I mean, I could use this as my, instead of any interview, 
that I want to do with any potential employer, I can send this video. And I said, oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is really, really fantastic. And um, I had a lot of uh, inspiration about connecting with extra thoughts that I had in the, in the meantime. So there was a layering of the conversation, the topic which emerged in my reflection on top of that and the connection. And on top of that, the connection with the other sessions. That is exactly what I want to do. So the thing is starting to getting stratified, layered in a way that I like. And it seems like that so far I can still manage the mess of a lot of thoughts, a lot of things, and a little bit sparse connections. It seems like it is working. So I am proud and happy. It's just the second one. I mean, it's the second. <laughs> How good is this? I'm really excited. Um, I'm so excited that sometimes uh, at night I have some problems in getting sleep because I have ideas. <laughs> and I said, I, sh I could do this, I could do that. And I say, wow, this is so good, not getting sleep because I'm excited instead of being worried. This is exactly what I wanted. Maybe now I should get to sleep. <laughs> and so um, the essence is that I'm, I'm happy I'm very happy um, Quentin you are part of this and I'm really grateful for that and the idea is that um, there's a lot of things we can do a lot of things will happen and I can't wait this is so good and and, and the fact that you're, you're being up you're kept up by Having ideas is, the, is the, the best way of losing sleep ever, right? I was looking for that. Um, can you believe I was searching for a way to be genuinely excited like a child? I really missed yeah. that idea of, uh, oh my, I can't wait to do this thing, you know, to play with friends or to do a Dungeons and Dragons session or go playing soccer. And this is missing in my life. And now this is a kind of uh, adult, uh, adult way of playing, which yeah. is uh, really serious, but it's really fun. I mean, yeah, were you also, uh, when we were in Nest Labs, were you in touch with uh, Reddy? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, I still follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's, he's like the ultimate play guy, yeah? He is crazier than me. And we had, uh, I don't remember the platform. There was a sort of uh, quick... Uh, podcast platform i forgot the name basically you can do you can press the button and record it and go going live and we had a short interview between me and you about uh, education and being more you know free about learning or reversing the class it was fun oh racket yeah correct i completely completely lost track of that yeah yeah it's it's come and gone and it, um, and it makes me think, we discussed the, the, the Tim Ferriss interview with uh, Chuck Paluniak, uh, right? I think several times, but I don't remember the subject. No, the, um, uh, Paluniak wrote, uh, as you know, Fight Club. And, and yeah. he, he, he has a pr problem whenever he is not like creating something that he loves. Okay. So uh, he explained like, when, whenever I'm like... Uh, um, uh, calling my friends in the middle of the night and picking fights, etc. The the question they're asking me right now is, Chuck, you're you're not writing right now, are you? 
<laughs> that's a nasty way to, to answer, but that's true. Yeah, so that there is something, eh, and it's about the muse. Eh, the, the muse, and in Roman times, it used to be like a, a benign thing that 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 would help you. But if you were not creating, if you were not using the muse, they 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 would wreck your house. And yeah, this this what you described, like your your state change from like anxiety to like pure joy right i mean this, this is, is a a, that's a yeah that's a beautiful that's a beautiful metaphor and i really feel like that that's exactly how i feel yeah but uh, don't get me wrong i'm always creating I'm, i'm creating too much my problem was to contain to systematize it even if maybe it's exactly the opposite of creating how can you systematize something which is spontaneous But at the yeah. same time, there is creativity that can be in a system when you need to come up with a solution yeah. to something. My problem was to capture it. I'm, I'm having, you know, thousands of piece, uh, you know, of, of uh, post-its and, and, and notes everywhere yeah. for, for 30 years and I've lost them. How can have... you create something in the form? And for a lot of artists, this is, this is like their default routine, right? If you're a painter, Even if you make like the little doodles, if you look like the little doodles that that painters make, that's like that goes into your portfolio. But that is if you're an bad. artist, every recording you do, every show yes. you do, is like, and you are gradually building your portfolio. There are several there are several implications to that. This is true, and uh, if you want to create, you just do it. You don't have to have. A yeah. specific medium or an out or you, you are not expecting anything out of that and this is But this form true. is nice yeah the point is that uh what if you're not satisfied you're not content with that because i want more than that mm -hmm. i the, the maybe we discussed that several times several weeks ago something that gets me frustrated is uh, <clears throat> realizing that i'm thinking always the same thoughts that is that is not good Or having always the same idea. Sometimes I rediscover, I'm excited. I say, wow, this is great. This is cool. And I say, oh, I already said that two years ago or, or 20 years ago. This is frustrating. So I say, what can I do to build upon it? What can I do to evolve? I don't want to stay because it seems like this is really cool and fun, but it's like I am moving at, at, on, the, on the ground level. I'm never, I'm never levitating. I'm not elevating is a, myself. Isn't this also a mindset thing? Because there are thoughts that you can track down. And this is one of the nice side effects of recording all your thoughts. So, oh, I, I thought of something similar some time ago. But uh, aren't you also like polishing those same ideas, even if the raw seeds were there like a couple of years back? I kind of see that in my thinking that like a lot of the material was was available a couple of years back but it just didn't click in the way that it does these days so in a couple of years it will be even better this is a little bit uh i don't know the word in english fatalist believing in fate not not the faith but fate yeah that is uh, basically you know i have trust that uh, I can uh, evolve as a human being because, of course, I am. I'm growing. 
I will improve. And one day I will stumble again upon this thing. S several friends told me this kind of approach to life. And um, it's a little bit too much relying on luck or trusting too much about the fact that you will find again that thing when you need it. I don't like that kind of feeling, meaning that's exactly how, no i mean i that's exactly how, how i live and the fact that i can that i can perform and i can think and i can i can relate to people in a you know in family or friends or work life of course it's a demonstration of the fact that that's how i work but i always feel that is not enough what if yeah. i want to be precise what if what, what if i want to see the evolution of that thought what if i want to quote what if i want to, to find extra sources what if i want to become better at that specific thing that is not something you can readily do if you don't have a reference yeah agree and there but i think there's a balance between like the playful the joy the connecting stuff the the investigating because you really enjoy it and creating the connection which is almost effortless right and the and the tough grind part, which we discussed earlier, because of our like uh, Catholic background, in in Dutch we have a special uh, flavor uh, uh, called Calvinism, which is yeah. all you over the to place. Suffer. You yes, to if you don't uh, you suffer, to work. You, feel, you should feel guilty. Yeah, of course, we're not meant to be happy. I am absolutely against this as you well know <laughs> and now this is on record <laughs> and uh i'm really inspired by the several times you said what if this were easy yeah. and i want to integrate this with uh you know the tenets of uh, ux design that is what if the experience is effective you can do what you want to do efficient you do it with the minimum effort and pleasurable what if it is fun yeah so what if we put together the fact that it is a joy to play with ideas and you can capture them so you won't forget them and you can build upon them and yeah. you can leverage it so you can have a more articulate thought. I mean, why yeah. not? Yeah, I, I think this is like true, like fun for me and, and, and also the balance between like being really prepared and having your shit together and having your methods together and being proficient with like all the tools you're using. And at the same time, the, the unexpected parts, the, yes. the like, I, I wrote a little piece on that yesterday in the newsletter. Oh, okay. Uh, the, cop, maybe copy it in. It's, it, it could be a nice start for, uh, it, it ties into what we're discussing right now. It's called magic. I'm getting it exactly right now. And I want to put it exactly where you are suggesting to put it. Uh, maybe this is not good. This is better. Uh, would you like to go through it very quickly? I mean, this is even funnier. You already wrote something about it and I am mixed them up. So now I want to see if you prepared to put the things together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is you. Please, yeah. I, it it start with uh, like a, a, a general idea of uh, the the second the second bit you see there, which is called increasing what you want. Uh, increase okay. what you want, decrease what you don't want. 
Okay. Uh, it, 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 we, I, I spent some thoughts on that uh, earlier, that, that, which took, um, yeah, this is truth system thinking. This is like taking a cue from plants. They, they grow to where the energy can be found. Where, where there's light, they grow. And if there's darkness, they don't grow. It's just that is simple. And they evolve as a result of that. So finding the activities that give you joy and pleasure is like the recipe for that, right? But this is, this is also a question I ask a lot of my coaches. If you look at your daily activities, which are the activities that make you feel alive, make you make you happy that like okay i'm in the i'm in the flow um this this is exactly um what i'm supposed to be doing and <laughs> what, what kind nice. of uh, what kind of uh, awareness and sensitivity we, do we need to be aware of what we should increase and what we should decrease mm. I, I think like general uh, awareness and, and w what helped me a lot is, is meditation there. Just okay. being able to see because at what you're doing in meditation, the, at least the form that I was taught, you're, you're sitting still. And at some point you catch yourself like I'm, I'm, I'm completely thinking of like something I have to do this afternoon. Yeah? Or, or a discussion I had yesterday with a colleague. And you catch yourself and then you bring back your attention to your breath. And then a couple of minutes later, you, you, you wander off again and then you bring yourself back. And this is just like the, the best uh, uh, analogy I was able to find is like, you, you know, these the, when, when like a, uh, a mommy, a mommy cat has like little kittens and she tries to keep them in the basket and they run, right? They, they sneak out of the basket and they start walking away. A mummy kitten goes out and grabs it by the, by the neck and, and just brings it back into lovingly, like endlessly bringing them back, bringing them back. And that's the same with your attention. It wanders off. That's natural, but you bring it back. And the whole act of seeing that you wandered off and bringing your attention back trains yourself to be able to observe your thoughts and your thought process much 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 easier at least that's my experience so what i as a side uh, as a side uh, effect of um uh, meditation or main effect i don't know uh i'm 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 able to see i'm i'm able to gauge better how much i'm uh, activities conversations uh uh, elements of my work, what gives me energy and what draws energy uh, from me. So that's what I said at the end of this little paragraph. It's, it, it requires the ability to notice. Yeah, and then um, um, I switched a, li a little bit uh, gears to like uh, people in creative processes because for me, that's my like... Um, uh, uh, experience with the past couple of years, I noticed how much I was missing the creative parts and how much I wanted to increase the creative parts. There's another angle to this. And I think with automation and AI uh, going on, the creative part, the 
finding right the, the nice puzzles, uh, creating new kinds of solutions, going out there is more and more like the high, high added value um, uh, stuff to be doing instead of like repeating tasks of doing tasks that can be automated. So I'm, I'm really into like people who do creative processes and learning from them. Even though a lot of these professions, I'm, I'm not proficient in myself. I'm not a, I'm not a great musician. I'm not a great artist, etc. But I really love watching this. So I said, like, I really like the, the behind the scenes footage uh, here. So this is why I loved watching the Beatles documentary, the, the Get Back documentary. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Okay. This one is, uh, it's 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 what Peter Jackson did, being able to turn like 50, 60 hours of video into nine hours which is it's it's big right but you, you this is like the almost a transformation you're being put through you you see like the 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 playfulness the the inspiration that's going on like people coming in and say oh i watched this kind of a documentary yesterday at the late night uh, on the tv about um a ball and some music they played there and and he's he's playing with these themes and these rhythms in and you hear like from uh, uh, paul mccartney playing his bass at some uh, point and you hear like the, the the epic songs being created from scratch and only having heard these songs like for hundreds of times in my life it's 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 amazing it's totally totally amazing so um and i switched to another one of uh, my uh, which i really love right now it's 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 cory wong from wolfpack and and wolfpack is a is a what i think like they they share a lot of behind the scenes stuff of what's going on their their thinking the way they collaborate the way they do stuff as a group and they they fly out and they do collaborations with other people and they they use their their work they use each other's work and remix it and reuse it so there's it's it's watching them perform and evolve is like a masterclass in creativity i i so much love this but you see this short interview with Cory wong it's like a five minute interview on uh on youtube and he's he reveals how wolfpack never rehearsed their uh, shows so they did like when they recorded the songs they did they did a number of takes like they do they do the like two three takes and they record it wherever in like a crappy crappy material uh, uh, uh crappy recording they do but it's uh they but they never rehearse so and they even do this to the performers they invite on stage which is funny right they, you you invite like a, a drummer or a mandolin player and you say, well, I you're going to play. And if they prepare, they prepare. But most of the time they don't tell them what's going to happen. They they walk on stage and, and at, on the spot, they're told like, okay, this is where you pre can plug your instrument. On the spot. And what Corey explains, he says, and this is the link to what we've been discussing uh, uh, just yet. I don't know what's going to happen. It makes for something really fun, but it's not for everybody. Some people would yes. get extreme anxiety over that. And he says, yeah. I live for these moments. High yes. risk, 
high reward setups. And the, the, uh, the, the interesting part now here is everyone on that stage is so good and has such a high creative confidence and such mastery of their instruments that this is like exactly the out of your comfort zone where the magic happens kind of Goldilocks zone. And hearing him describe this, I identified with myself like this is exactly the kind of stuff that I love. It's when I when I work with clients and you go into a situation that you don't know exactly. Of course, you, you've done your reading. You've done your reading. You've done your prep. But you don't know what you will find once you start asking questions, once you start having a conversation. And this is exactly the zone that I love being in. The puzzles evolve. And at some point, you start seeing like structure. You start asking the right questions. And, and as a group, you start generating the aha moments, like we're getting on to something here. And then you start structuring, creating ideas and creating crazy ideas and then turning them into something that's like, uh, that, that's the world we want to live in. This is where we want to move. And this is for me, this is where I feel most alive in my line of work. And I think it also translates to the conversations, the kind of conversations we have we go in not having like a very clear agenda, but we know our stuff. Uh, like you, you master the tools of being able to uh, structure while we're having a conversation. You know to what to ask the right questions. We know how to keep the momentum going in our conversation. So this is like pure, pure creativity in the way that I enjoy most. So um and linking back to the the uh, yeah this is this is it the it feels the the, the stage fright this is the the interesting part like you don't know what's going to happen there's always a little bit of what what is going to happen here in your head you know okay i'll be able to do this because i've done it in the past a oh, number of times this. but in your gut you feel like okay there's there's uncertainty there and it's also a bit of a, a, a tension and then the release, of course. Yeah? It's it's t t creative tension and creative release then. And, and this is ultimately like, okay, like I said, more of this, please. I love it. And I, I, mean, I this is my call to action in the end. It's I mean, inviting this... people to identify what are the things that make you most alive. If you're in your line of work, if you're a manager, if you, you really love like the one-on-one -on -one conversation and helping people progress, pinpoint this. Yeah? If you love like solving the puzzles, if you love to walk in the room with a, a, a bunch of people having like a big problem in the project you're in, are you the one who loves like walking up to the whiteboard and start writing like the structure, asking the right questions? identify the activities during your day that um, that bring you energy and that make you feel most alive. And of course, no life and no work can be 100% of this. There are tons of elements. The question is, which, which of those like elements in there, which activities in there make the rest, all the menial tasks and all the negative stuff and all the grind, which make it worth worth it oh my I'm, i mean um can i tell you i'm having real fun here 
<laughs> I mean, this is your article. You published it yesterday, and we are visualizing it and discussing it together. And I feel so many points of resonance, and I am making so many connections. Uh, looking, looking at it through my creative lenses, um, I feel like that's exactly what we're doing right now. And uh, I appreciate you saying uh, that you need to have creative confidence. Imagine inviting you know, a junior or somebody who is, who is shy, they, they never talk to an audience. So would they do that? Maybe they would be frightened, exactly as you would say, the stage fright. But you, I mean, you have to face it at least once and then you have to build the creative confidence. I mean, I did it so many times that I'm fine yeah. with it and I'm looking for the thrill of being uh, live. And I want to connect that with my initial feeling of being fragmented and not accumulating enough structured knowledge because there was no push to going live. So why are those creative people, those musicians being able to develop the creative confidence out of the, mm. the, the fear and the creative tensions? Because they practice. They did it a lot. So jazz coming to my mind. I mean, they've been yeah. doing it so many times that that is their job going on stage and just improvising. Yeah. So I see this parallel and I really love that. And so the that's the the target or maybe the, the, the creative constraint, if we set ourselves to do this live, I think it's a little bit different than just being me and you talking. Uh, mm. And so far, I would say this is better. What do you feel about this? Yeah. It's And I feel more alive. Yes. Yeah, it's exactly what, you, what you're doing right now is magic in itself, right? <laughs> this is really magical. Yeah, it is. There, there's like something created here that is building on like the little piece I wrote with a lot of text, with a lot of structure in there. And what you are writing here and the elements you put in uh, right here trigger a lot of stuff for me yeah. as well, like like secondary Yes. Oh, you're uh, reading uh, my mind, my friend, as yeah. usual. What if we say, well, I mean, it was a nice, nice trick. Yo, guys, you're good. Okay, very good. But um, what if I ask the, the provocative question? Um, and so what? And, and so yeah. what? I mean, the, the so what is the zooming out yeah. and ref reflecting on the many things that you can say. Think about this. Can you have any risky meditation? I was reading this fantastic article by this guy here um, because I know nothing about meditation. A, he's a professional meditator knowing all the possible disciplines, Buddhism. And he said that basically there are a little bit of scientific research saying that according to the quantity and the intensity of meditation, you might have severe mental health problems. I didn't know that. I wasn't oh. aware of that. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. So this is completely new to me. And I was reading this with very, this is also an AI specialist, he's a scientist. He has an engineering approach to these kind of things, which I like. So there's no spiritualism, you know, mysticism. It's just a way yeah. of, uh, you know, 
medics had been studying people doing that and that's what could happen to you you could have yeah. a, you know severe impairment i said oh my oh wow oh interesting <laughs> what what i know from meditation and this is something that like my my teacher told me on uh, the, and told the whole group on day one he said he first asked people like why are you here and uh, some people um, joined this like introductory class because they said, I want to calm, calm my mind. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm having trouble sleeping. I have, I'm having trouble not uh, mulling uh, ideas and negative thoughts. So I want to calm my mind. And he said, like, to be honest, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Before, because seeing your own thought process, having like clarity, at first will reveal what's going on. And I can imagine this not being for everyone. You will, you will see what's going on. You will see how it's, it's like. If if you try it yourself, if you if you meditate for like ten minutes, it's your mind can wander like thirty, forty, fifty times to different things, like the conversation you had where you thought yeah, like my response wasn't that great, uh, the tasks you need to do. The it it's amazing how much thoughts are constantly generated in your brain. It's it's mind-boggling. I um, I experienced that without knowing anything about meditation. Um, I experienced that as usual, as I do in my life, by reinventing things already existing uh, that were... Um, I discovered that by doing free-flowing writing sessions, mm. meaning I remove all the distractions and I focus only on the screen, I get warmed up by typing whatever kind of thought is coming to my mind, even the most stupid one, like, this is a screen, I'm here, I don't know what I'm doing, I know, I forgot a, a period, I don't care, full stop. And, and, and then after between five and 15 minutes, I start to actually have the real thoughts to emerge. Mm. And then I think I am in the flow and something weird happens because all of my fears, my my recurring thoughts or my anxiety, they start to come up. And so yeah. I write it down and there's something really, you know, scaring and magical happening at the same time, which is uh, I get a little bit of, I lose a little bit of touch with reality and I forget I am typing, I'm touching the keyboard. And I'm actually, I see my thoughts visualizing in front of me. Uh. So I see my thoughts and then I, I, I'm able to see those thoughts like I am another person and I, and I can listen to them and, and uh, trying to be either, you know, scared or compassionate and saying, I mean, this is me. This is, I recognize this thought. This is what's happening to me. And if I, that's the other benefit of, of tracking things. If I keep those writings and I compare them after several days or several months, 
I recognize myself and I say, wow, this is me. This is what I was thinking. And some of those I still think of today. And, but now I know I'm aware of that. So I think that is my idea of meditation. And the same happens mm. when I'm doing long walks and I'm recording my thoughts. And then yeah. I listen again back to my voice from one year ago, three years ago, five years ago. And it's like talking to your past self and it's like another mm. person. And sometimes you say, look at them. Poor Max, what were you passing those times? I remember those times. But now it's better. Or now it's yeah. worse. Whatever. So, but it's a kind of controlled and, um, I don't know, I mean, I'm not losing touch with reality. I'm not detaching. I'm, I'm, I'm profoundly aware of what's happening to me. What I was reading in the article instead is the problem that if you don't have this kind of control, you might lose completely the 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 control of reality you 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 get out of touch and if you become so good at being meditating which is actually actually the the final goal of every meditator is that you can you become detached from your emotions but i mean mm. we're human beings if you are too detached are you still human if you say yeah i don't care i mean that's not i mean i can't control that I don't want to react to that, which is kind of, okay, good if I need to act and react, but it's also kind of uh, worrying. What if I'm yeah. not reacting anymore to something important happening? Is this what I okay. want? Yeah. yeah my my first, uh, first thought is um, meditation is a tool, right? Yeah. And it, it ties back to the question you asked while drawing this this frame around yes. the exercise we just did. What's the what's the big goal here? Well, um, one is there, quite clear, that I share. Yeah, it, this is like, and and for me, the answer is like. Uh, uh, creation and growth which is kind of the same in a sense and growing into something you're supposed and what, what's like uh, uh, purpose hey you 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 either want to become like uh, the the flower or uh, uh, the, the giant eagle or but th th this is when when the the like the the, the age-old adagium of uh, like what's the meaning of life that it's life itself yes makes makes more sense to me these days when than when i was in my uh, uh 30s hey it's and and a lot of it ties ties into um and at the like the 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 explanation of that that hit home for me most in the past couple of years was the 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 podcast uh, Simon Sinek did with uh, James Clear on um, I, I've been listening to that I enjoyed that a lot yeah this is like the, I can't explain why but all his words are uh, was fine James, James Clear and and his book yeah. uh, like um uh, uh finite and infinite games is it's it's a dense book it's like i haven't even finished it every once in a while i uh, 
I bring a little, a little bit in, like read a little bit, but it's it's, it's tough. But his his explanation, his vision on life that he explained in this podcast, uh, this interview that he did j- just before he died, is yes. uh, uh, it's it it hit home for me. Like you're you're trying to play an infinite game. You you play the game for not winning, but keep keeping the play going, eh? which also aligns to the the. The wonderful quote that you introduced me to on grow the network. Yes. Uh, this is just the, the whole goal. Goal is becoming who you are. Dr. James Carson, and the mid 1980s. I think what two we're, we're games, doing here, and, and what I also uh, describe in this little piece, is like how can games? you get there? Where can you with the the feeling the magic, the feeling alive is the like the little the little compass that you you that your your dad gives you right yes um let me let me track down the i think this is dave gray uh you cannot build your network when you need it yeah and and the oh good good the that's exactly why it makes sense to uh, get together to build a network. We are building a network between me and you and the people yeah. who are listening to us and concepts. And uh... Yeah, and I also mean the, the, the quote on like when you're performing activities, just think about growing the network, uh, increasing like the strength of the nodes, the, the strength of the relationships in their... I don't know. It's what was from the the fifth discipline. Yes. Well, it was uh, yeah. Increase the the health. Yeah. The system health. Yeah, and you're part of something like bigger. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, of course they go together. Of course, um, and that's uh, also the reason why uh, it makes sense to aim at creation and growth. Yeah, because that's it's, how you give more meaning to life. Yes. Yeah, it's the, and uh, we we discussed um, uh, uh, a man's search for meaning by Frankl, yes. of course, multiple times. But uh, also ties into the uh, the self actualization by self transcendence quote that he he uses, like the, the find find meaning beyond yourself. That's often where you can find it. I I was also like in my readwise up uh, confronted with the highlight I made in a in a book uh, like ten years ago. Um, uh it was called, the book was called midlife <laughs> by like typical midlife crisis that people go through and and uh, one of her main lessons from interviewing a lot of people is if you're if if you're struggling with in midlife like first best guess best action to do is start caring about something other than yourself 
very simple recipe. She says, this is my experience always works. So going beyond and, and yeah, this, of course, the, the theme we've been touching on, like play, the effortlessness, the, the flow. Yeah, and, and, and following the flow, not knowing what like the whole cathedral will, will look like, just start building and start building with elements that you love and you that you enjoy doing all the same have you this max you're you're now like this is building the portfolio right this is building the collection of thoughts the collection of podcasts the collection of recordings the but you're having fun while doing it this doesn't feel like work right um that's exactly the point although i am influenced by my my professional life so i want to avoid saying bullshit and i want to look like i know what i'm doing and i want to look like i'm coherent that's another that's another that's another game that's another one i was talking with david that i'm going to publish in the next few weeks and he said so one thing is that if you are wanting to maximize the audience and so you need to care about your audience. Um, I was having this conversation with Antonella as well, when we were having a very spontaneous conversation that was absolutely fantastic. And she said, but Max, this is me and you're talking. Why is there somebody out there that should be interested in what we're saying? And I said in a very respectful and sweet way, I don't care. I mean, this is for me. This is to me and for me, and right now it's for me and Quentin, because I want to feel like I'm really enjoying it. And so if I enjoy it, I can be focused and concentrated, and I, I am collecting useful gems, then I will make something out of it. Uh, so this might not be, you know, a, a professional show where people say, wow, I'm engaged, there's a nice editing, wow, full of things, insights. I don't care. I want to see this as the raw material we are creating. Maybe there could be a second take. Or I can do extracts or summaries. Or maybe I can write some you know, articles or books as you are doing. The point is that in a respectful way, I don't care. I like this. And this, that's exactly why I'm doing it. It makes me feel more alive. So, yeah. and, and also consider like, what if this is perfect already? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what what I if like this it. is like not like like a book something that this is the draft of and then you have to build on it what if this was like our like a, a, a one hour little concert and you play the gig and that's it well and people I, I, have like an, an I, experience I was, not, I was not agreeing with you a few weeks ago only a few weeks ago because i said um oh my i mean look at this Look at this mess. I mean, how could you ask to anybody to go through 45 minutes of talking between two strangers, trying to understand why this, why that? This can be really boring. I mean, nobody will do that. Some, um, some people might. Yeah, but the point is that when I did that, 
on my own uh, the first time I recorded that and then I transcribed and wrote and analyzed then I went again on it over it with Antonella she said Max this is fantastic I mean if I have to present myself because we'll be talking about her professional role I might not even need to go there and do an interview I can send a link to this video <laughs> yeah so the value yeah. is there it might be very yes. personal individual sure but there's a lot yeah. of value there yeah, I agree. The other, yeah, I, I do think like what what you're doing right now, um, creating it on the spot. This helps, like, uh, this helps for me. But I think also if people are interested in this conversation, the buildup of this and you're zooming in and you're generating it and creating the links as we speak helps people like solidify. The concepts that we came up with, the associations that we came up with, and it might even like trigger their own thoughts. They can, they can easily like a very simple thing. They can easily remember like a quote that you put in here versus them hearing a quote on a podcast and then thinking, oh, that, that resonates. That's fun. And then they forget it. If you see it and you see the author and et cetera, it makes it makes sense more. It's it's easier to attach it to like the structures that are already there. I think so. And um, I want to talk about um, my desire, my vision for the future. So you might give me your impression. I'm thinking about something like this. I want to put this to the back. Uh, I said I want to send this to the back. Not going to the back, okay. Uh, because it's not part of this frame, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Doesn't work. So let's uh, remove. Okay. Okay, outside of the frame. Okay, now this is, yeah. So, the difficulty that I feel and that might create confusion in uh, who is listening is that there's a core topic that we found in a brilliant way, which is your article. And we discussed it and um, I connected uh, things about it. So there's a, there's a sort of a, a core, there's a middle. Mm -hmm. Then I would imagine if I duplicate this and I change its color to something, I don't know, something like that and going to the back again, make it bigger. There's another circle of uh, around this topic, which is what kind of connection are, am I making live while talking to you? So there was some visual suggestions. Yeah. There was some articles, which is not exactly at the center of your article. This is me trying to uh, adding resources. So there's a different level of readings. Mm -hmm. And then my dream, and this is where I want to validate my idea, is 
changing the color of this to something different I've broken of course now everything but it's fine so um, <laughs> yeah we're the, the, what we're doing is diverging right yes uh, and uh, I want to f talk about this thing right now what if and how can we um, create a, um, an external level of interaction or conversation or whatever it is where if I send this, if I change this to what I was doing before, it's uh, maybe, I don't know, something like this, there's no border, it goes on the back, okay. So my question is, uh, does it hold when I am inviting the audience that's going to be outside of this? Because this mm. is us right now. This this was you yesterday writing it. Then there was you discussing this together with me and my prompts. Then there was us in the outer circle where we discussed some connections. Is yeah. there is there an outer ring as well? This is my question. Yeah. Good question. I think it's if you have like an audience, I think the, the for instance, if you look at the comment section on YouTube, that's almost an art form in itself. There is so much happening there if you have the right audience. It, it's also, for example, like music videos like this. Uh, there are tons of people who are commenting with like, oh, this is so great because or this makes me think of and and they start referencing stuff. If you have the nice audience, this is like the, the, the ultimate brainstorm almost. This is bring in more diversity. And uh, finally, I think I am connecting with the idea of asking to ourselves, to us. So is there a place for a community? What if we have a place, something like, you know, a Crea-Z community where we have, can have uh, structured conversations? So maybe there's a there's a thread linking to this place where you can go there. You can watch the recording. There yep. are some red spots prompting for further discussion. So you can either mm -hmm. go there and having your comments or you can have a traditional linear conversation. What about that? Yes. Yeah. Oh. You can. But I do feel like this is higher friction than like YouTube comments. Yeah, of course. Yes. So that means, yeah, it the, the higher friction part will have value once you progress beyond a certain point. You know, I'm already diverging too much because it feels like now you have too many places to interact with us. Where am I going to talk to you? Shall I send a private message, a YouTube comments, or shall I go to the mural or the community yeah. or the newsletter? or you know the the telegram channel or or the substack news i mean it's it's that's the point where i'm starting to lose a little bit of control but mm. 
that's the other point where I feel like this can be fun and I don't care. I want to experiment it. Yeah. And also the question is what, 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 we, what, what's your goal with the, with the diverging beyond what we're doing right now? What we are doing is like thinking together. Okay. This, my goal is this, is uh, going to a sort of a fractal recursive level of connection. So this mm -hmm. is us today, but then we have also us another day. We have me and Antonella, we have me and Marco. And how can I put the, all of those things together? That, that's my goal. Mm. That's my goal. Because Marco is talking about surprise in your creative process. Antonella is talking about surprise when interviewing users. And, um, you know, emergence of unexpected ideas. We yeah. are talking about creativity and surprise. Yes. Isn't that a pattern? Isn't that a connection? I mean, that yeah. makes me not alive, makes me thrill. I have now thrills going over yeah. my skin. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to do it. I don't know why. I don't care. I want to do that. This is like an ultimate, ultimate uh, lesson here. And it ties into like comfort zone and growth. Hey, going outside of your comfort zone, going into the unknown. It, it ties back to like the hero's journey, venturing off into the unknown being transformed by the experience then returning home to share his experience it's 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 almost built into like the 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 yeah the the structure of everything right it's it's about adjacent possibilities oh my i discovered that this doesn't work, but if I lock it, I can say this. Okay. I feel satisfied, uh, Quentin, because if I, if we don't stop, we can go. <laughs> I had four. We can hours. all buy for an I, hour, probably. I mean, I, I, like I, like like we sometimes used to. I but, can uh, go on four hours. This hours. is so fun. This I'm this a, format yeah. also like really feels nice. Very good. Having a conversation, structuring it as you go along. It's it's very nice to watch like the visual elements being built up as we speak, being able to see the whole thing. Like it's almost like a, me as a bit a bit of audience as well, like building the wetware, yes, building the model while we're having the conversation, you making sense, making connections making little trigger points like okay we could expand on this we could expand on this we could expand on this this is uh it's a it's a whole different form of 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 interviewing it's it's like the uh, for me it's like the better version of like live mind mapping or live transcribing uh, uh a, a a meeting a conversation because it is so specific, this is this is not like AI doing a summary. This is everything that's written down is because it resonates with us, and that is also like the 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 risk of going broader. 
what resonates with you is like unique. What resonates with me is unique. And it's an indication of like our deeper sense of purpose, what we aspire to be. And and we have, because we enjoy our conversation so much, hopefully we have some overlap in there. So that means we can we can grow, but, but we have a lot of material that resonates with both of us. If you go too big on uh, the audience and the interaction, you will get like uh, the, the, the famous question, if you ask like 3000 people to agree on a flavor of ice cream, you will get vanilla. vanilla. This is That's not it. vanilla. And no. uh, by the way, you don't know if I am not an AI or not, because I don't know if you know Max <laughs> So you, know, ah, you cannot know if I am an AI. Passing the Turing test very, very <laughs> like with flags. Yeah. So um, would you agree in publishing this as a creative sprint? Yes, for sure. So my I think dear, it makes for some nice material. I think so. My dear watcher and listener, this was uh, a creative sprint between me, Max and Quentin. Uh, that you can reach at uh, qnda.blog. Q&A is one word, and I discovered that only recently because I was saying kanda, kanda.blog, <laughs> yeah. which is really cool. And you will find there uh, the newsletter he's writing with his friend and the article with being uh, live, analyzing visually together. So if it is, uh, if you are listening to the podcast, you are missing the good part of it. So please go on the YouTube channel to see the recording of me and Q discussing and drawing this diagram. And um, I want to thank you, Q. This is really, I'm having fun. I feel more alive thanks to you. And um, uh, that's, that's all we can thanks ask to for. Everybody. Thanks, Q. Thanks, Max.